Coming to you live from the Johnny Packer Eyewear Studios in fabulous Dark Vegas, Mississippi. Please welcome our co-host, the best eye doc this side of the Mississippi, B.W. And now, welcome a true hero, a CF warrior whose favorite motto in life is, just keep living. Here's Johnny. Everybody, welcome to another episode of the Johnny's World podcast. This is BW here with my esteemed colleague Johnny. How are we doing today, Johnny? Doing doing well, BW. Doing well. How are you doing? Man, doing good. Just uh, looking forward to getting down to Starkville tomorrow. It'll be uh, an early start for us. Got a. I think we're leaving here at six forty-five or six thirty. Gonna get there and roll straight into town. I guess guess walk straight into the stadium. Yeah, yeah, or early morning kick for sure. Bring you, uh, yeah. bring you a jacket, man. I think it's gonna be cold. Yeah, I know. That's what I was looking. Looks like it's supposed to be 52, I think, is the high, mm-hmm. but that's probably in the sunshine. So, probably in the shade, it's probably not gonna feel feel that warm, right? So, it we'll be sure prepared. Be better than last Saturday night. Gosh, that was one of the coldest games I've been to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like it's like our old uh, friend of the program, Rackham Willie, says: when you meet the Georgia Bulldogs, you're going to feel the Georgia Bulldog bite, and we felt yes, the bite. we felt we felt the Georgia Bulldog bite, no doubt. But uh, hey, man, we we were almost uh, perfect on our predictions again. I think I said forty-two to twenty, and it was dang close again. <laughs> I know we were real close. I I I said forty-five to three, so I wasn't as close as you. Uh, I, uh, I just, I, you know, if you take away that, uh, that touchdown at the uh, end of the first half, that knocks us down a little bit, gets me a little closer to the score. But I just, I didn't yep. think we'd move the ball against them. We, we actually, we did move the ball. Um, we just, we couldn't, couldn't put it in the end zone and had some pretty bad calls go against us too. Yeah, that was, it's crazy. That's how it always happens. Usually it's against Alabama, but. I guess uh, you, that's what you expect when you play the big boys that SEC wants them in the championship to, and keep them on top so they make the calls. But So you got to beat the refs and the team. So I knew going in yeah. we didn't have a shot, but uh, at least we didn't get blown out like really, really bad. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, there were, there were so many Georgia fans there. The whole other side, of the, the uh, east side of the stadium was red and black. But I guess it's because wow. – they haven't been to start one 12 years, and they're number one. Probably an easy ticket to get rather than a home game. So, yeah, uh, I've never seen so many away, away uh, fans before in a game. It was crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, I, I noticed a lot of people were on there complaining about how many Georgia people were in the stands and everything like that. I was, I was surprised um, that more people didn't come. You know, uh, Mississippi State fans, I guess they just figured it wasn't going to be close, but I just figured that – People would want to see the number one team in person and see see what they're all about. Yeah, yeah, I did too. They did want to uh, come down there see the number one team. I'm sure, um, but you know it. It, like I said, I'm 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 pleased that we hung in there. But you know, I don't know who's going to beat Georgia. It's going to be interesting to see if LSU can can knock them off in the SEC championship game and what's going to happen there. 
Because if it do, that's going to be crazy who gets into the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out. I know. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see, too, because, you know, LSU got, got, got hammered by Tennessee. Um, right. But I think they're a different team now. So mm-hmm. we'll yeah. see, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think Georgia probably still, still pull out. Yeah, I, I don't quite see how Georgia's going to lose a game after seeing them in person. I, they've, the guys they have were just so big. I mean, tall, just uh, unbelievably athletic. So um, you could just tell a difference between the two teams when they're playing each other, which one was a better team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Will Rogers even said something about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you know, we were spot on our predictions. I think at the beginning of the season, I said eight and four. Uh, I can't remember what you said. Uh, what was your season prediction? I think that's what I, I I'm pretty sure that's where I ended up too, eight and four. We both um, said eight and four. And I mean, we're, we're sitting right here at what, six and four. We're, we'll get this win this weekend, seven and four. So, uh, it's yeah. going to the egg bowl. It's going to come down to the egg bowl. Yeah. Yes, we'll we'll talk some more about the egg bowl next week, but yeah, I'm a little I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, definitely. I am too. <laughs> um, we went I went last night and heard uh our good friend and host Steve Robertson speak at the quarterback club and and we had uh they have one of the assistant coaches there talking about the game this weekend and he said that uh um someone asked do you think we'll see some um Sawyer Robertson or some uh, backup players get in. He said that that's the plan, that they hope that we can get ahead far enough and get Sawyer a bunch of reps because he doesn't – he's only played in two games this year. Um, and they said hopefully we can even get the third guy in um, yeah. if, if it plays out like that. So hopefully uh, we can come in this weekend and, and just take care of business and absolutely dominate and blow them out and get all of our guys in and, um, and, and move on and, and have a good feeling that, going into the egg ball. And it's cool because our Ole Miss is playing at Arkansas, um, and it's a night game. So we'll be oh, yeah. finished you know, by our game by 2 o'clock. So then they have to play late at night, and then they have to travel back. So that actually gives us a little bit of advantage as far as preparation. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, so we'll... I, don't, I don't know much about East Tennessee State. I was just kind of looking at their record. Looks like they looks like they lost to Wofford. Uh, it, yeah a couple weeks ago and they lost to somebody. I don't even know who their additionals were uh, last week. And I don't know what their full record is, but they're losing to teams that you've never heard of. So right. that's a good sign for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it shouldn't even be, shouldn't even be a close game. It should just be a total, total domination on all phases of the game from Mississippi state this weekend against East Tennessee. I'm expecting, I don't know what the crowd's going to be like, but I mean, it's going to be Senior Day, last home game. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll have a good crowd. I don't know. I've noticed a lot of people online are like essentially giving away tickets. I've seen people say, "I've got six tickets. You want them? Mm-hmm. You have them." Um, so we'll see. the The guy that um, got us our tickets, I don't, I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, he normally yeah. has a big, big tailgate going and everything. So we'll, we'll see yeah. what it's like. It's up. Early morning kicks are always hard to get crowd to, especially when you're playing a team like East Tennessee that doesn't draw a uh, big, big uh, uh, crowd to it. So, uh, but like I said, Senior Day is the last time to come to Davis Way this year. So hopefully some people come. Yeah. You know anything about East Tennessee? You ever been to Johnson City? Johnson City, Tennessee. 
I think our good friend in uh, the program, uh, Austin Whittington, is uh, lives in Johnson City, Tennessee, I believe. Oh, that's uh, but, right. But, but I've never been there. I don't know anything about it. What about you? I've never been. You know, it's about as far uh, across the state of Tennessee as you can get from Memphis. I think if you draw a diagonal line northeast, it's like the very tip-top point of Tennessee that way, and I'm on the very tip-top point of southwest, so it's pretty far from here. Is that near Knoxville? Yeah, just just further further north northeast from mm-hmm. there, even. Um, so that's I've I've been over to Knoxville and Asheville, North Carolina, and yeah, you know, obviously Gatlinburg around that area, but never never been up past past Knoxville going that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I bet it's pretty up there. Yeah, I think it's pretty nice up there, close to the mountains and all that stuff. So I wouldn't mind. Taking a visit up there one day, maybe we do a home and home series. Go up there and check it mm-hmm. out. Yeah, you know this this time last year we played. I had to look it up yesterday. I was like, did we play this team last year? We ended up playing Tennessee State last year. Now we got East okay. Tennessee State this year. Yeah, so yeah, uh, it's very familiar uh, sounding. But uh, yeah, hopefully we can we can dominate. Put this game behind us and focus on the egg ball. Hey, but while while we're talking Mississippi State athletics, we have to bring up. Uh, Chris Jans. Have you been watching yes. the basketball ball? Yes. I was going to oh talk about that too. Goodness. I'm excited. Jan Sanity is going on in Start Vegas right now. <laughs> Jan Sanity. I mean, he is, uh, he's got it rolling. Of course, these teams are playing might be cupcakes, but some of these teams are tournament teams and, and ongoing really good teams. And we're actually just blowing them out. So, right. right. I mean, it's, it's awesome to be getting excited about hoops again. That's what I like to see because because it seems like the past couple of years, you know, you play these these no name teams or even some of the the mid major type teams that we should beat, and we just messing around, messing around, and you know, it, it takes a buzzer beater or some kind of deal. You beat them by three or four points, and you and you don't feel good about it. I mean, there haven't right. been any question. I think the first couple of games, the you know, we trailed or we were close at the half, but then in the second half, just came around and blew everybody out. So I like to mm. see that. Yeah, I went to the opening night game, and I was like, gosh, by halftime, I was like, oh, here we come again. You know, it's not going to be a good season. It's going to be a long season. It's, you know, And, man, they came out as a different team in the second half, and then haven't been – I mean, just been dominating since. Uh, so, it's it's, uh, it's exciting to see uh, fans get excited about basketball. So, yeah, I know. one of my favorite, favorite sports to go to. And so, uh, you know what it is when they always say, when the hump's rocking, man, nothing like it. So, Hopefully we can get it back rocking. That's right. Yeah, and and you know I'm I don't expect us to make the final four every year, but it'd be nice to beat the teams yeah. you're supposed to beat, and then right. have a decent SEC record, and you know have a chance to make a run, have a chance to make the tournament. Mm-hmm. And that's really I think what most Mississippi State, Mississippi State fans care about. So if we can get back to that level, then I think it'll be be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just don't want to have like Pat in recent years, we've had teams that were tournament teams and then we can't, we could never find a way to get to the tournament. We, we'd lose all these close games that we weren't supposed to uh, be losing and they ended up costing us in the end. So hopefully uh, this is a good sign, you know, the guy, this is his first year, so I'm not expecting much, but uh, if he can get us competitive and get us back to where we can get into the tournament each year, that looks it's what everybody wants. So, um, yeah. it's exciting. Like you said, you, it's uh, Jan Sanity going on. <laughs> Jan Sanity. 
mm-hmm. do you think about the athletic director? You hear anything? You think we can uh, get yeah, our, I haven't, I heard I haven't really heard much. Heard much. Uh, I've heard, you know, I heard earlier about the possibly about the Wake Forest athletic director, but I really haven't heard anything since. So I really don't know. They're going to go outside of the department and are inside. I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to be. Wonder if we can. Wonder if we can get our boy back from Texas. Who is that? The um, the women's basketball coach of Texas. Oh man, I'd love wonder, to get wonder, Vic back. <laughs> wonder if we can get Vic Vic back in the building. Let's, from the let's, athletic let's name position. let's name Vic the athletic director and the women's coach. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Although I thought I thought uh, Purcell was all right, but I saw they lost the other night. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think they they've lost a lot of players, right? So yeah, and I didn't watch that game. They said that was the worst officiating game that uh, they'd ever seen. And Purcell, man, he seems to be uh, tearing it up on the recruiting end. Every time I talk, get on Twitter, he's he's on there dancing with different recruits. Like they celebrating signing uh, different players and stuff. So um, I think that's why he's a Number one recruiter in the country, so uh, that's it. That's promising to see for the women's side. So I'm yeah. excited about that, also. Yeah. Well, um, only other thing I've got is uh, I noticed our our friend of the program Nick Fitzgerald. He's been he's been stirring the pot on some of these Ole Miss fans. He's got some Ole Miss fans pretty pretty fired up about him. Yeah, I love it. Love it when Old Fitz gets uh, gets riled up on Twitter. Man, he, he doesn't. He's not scared to speak his mind, uh, especially this time of the year with Ole Miss coming around. He, he's he rouses them up. It's pretty funny. Yeah. They take the bait every time, fall for it. Yep. Yeah. So if you're looking for some good um, egg bowl content, um, I just start following Nick Fitzgerald on Twitter and and you might enjoy yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, what, what, who do you think is gonna take the uh take the Auburn job? We were talking about that last night at the meeting. Well, um I honestly don't know. I, I think it. I have a feeling it's going to be Matt Rule, but I wish that it was Lane Kiffin. Yeah. But um, I I just don't know. I heard they offered Lane Kiffin. I don't know how much of that's true or not. I really don't know. I know Ole Miss upped its contract yesterday. So they're they're in panic mode, which is pretty funny. Now they're feeling like State was all those times when Mullen was leaving. Mullen might be leaving Mullen. Ole Miss people are rallying everybody. State fans up saying, Mullen's gone. Mullen's gone. Now they must up and up his contract. They're feeling the exact same thing that we felt all those years with Dan. Uh, oh yeah. But, yeah. Speaking um, of Dan, you sent me that that Stingray podcast show yes. from the other day where Mullen was on yeah. there, and yeah, he that said that good. he wasn't able to even um, make his announcement, or or the school wouldn't release his statement for him, so they had to take out an ad in the Clarion Ledger so they could get their their yes. statement back out and. I don't know. I don't know what I buy, believe in all that, man. Somebody's lying somewhere there. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I really don't know. I mean, that's crazy if that's true. But I find it hard to believe that they would wouldn't do that. But I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's crazy that that happens. Yeah. Um, and he did I, say I, he addressed the team before they made the announcement. But I thought it was interesting. He said he told him, "I'm going. I'm walking into the room with my team, so you can go ahead and announce it." Why didn't he just wait? To say, all right, I'm, I've met with my team. Now you can announce it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's strange. Because he said but, uh, players' players' phones were blowing up during the meeting about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. 
Uh, I remember we had Nick on. He was talking about how uh, he didn't know the whole play. All the players went in the meeting. They're like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. But I guess that's just how it's done these days. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Going back to the Auburn coaching thing, I man, I, I would love for them to see. Uh, I would love for them to get uh, to make uh, Cadillac the head coach. Did y'all see what? Well, see what he did after the game the other night. What they did that would be crazy. Oh yeah, with his kids and stuff. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that, he yeah. he's brought the momentum. You know, he's fired up, and he's one of Auburn's own. And I mean, I, I love Cadillac. I think he's awesome. I still remember going to the game in '03 and when he ran for six touchdowns against us. So uh, he's a he he's he's a great dude. But I, I, mean, I don't think he'll get the permanent gig. But it sure would be nice for Auburn fans. Uh, for him too, but gosh, I really would love for, to see Kiffin go because, as much as all state fans hate to say it, Kiffin's a, a, a heck of a coach. And I, I put this on Twitter the, not too long ago. I said, Ole Miss fans really need to be appreciative of what they have going on because Lane's a heck of a coach. And, and uh, I don't know if they really truly appreciate it. And uh, maybe, uh, hey, I'll never, never compliment anything Ole Miss does, but man, it's you can't, uh, can't hide the facts man he's a he's awesome this is a great coach look at what he's done yep. and uh so uh, and i had a another guy uh come at me and say oh well well mike leach has never beaten old miss and, and uh, uh look at look at what dan mullen did dan mullen beat old miss he's a better coach and i'm like look i seriously doubt dan mullen could have beaten lane kiffin he might have been might have could but it's a different old miss team with lane kiffin than it was with with uh houston nutt or or yeah. he, or or uh, a few threes, all any of those any of those teams that Dan Mullen beat is totally different than Lane Kiffin team today. So, uh, so yeah, he they they got it rolling with Lane Kiffin. So it would be nice to see him get out of town and go to Auburn just for our sakes, as far as um, because he's going to be. I mean, if he beats us next week, it's going to be just total dominance over Mississippi State. Oh yeah, the Lane Kiffin, yeah. Leach era. So I'd love to see him go. I also would love to see. He frees uh, at Auburn. I think that would be funny, but yeah. I don't think he's going to leave uh, li- leave Liberty. But um, I don't know what they're going to do. But they, it's funny that going and be in charge of that one too. <laughs> what do you think about this scenario? What if uh, Kiffin leaves, goes to Auburn, and then Old Miss hires Coach Prime? Oh, Coach Prime! Wow, Coach Prime. Well, I think we'd be back in the same situation you are right now because I think Coach Prime is a heck of a coach. And I think he he would have it rolling like Lane Kiffin. So, but I don't think Coach Prime's going to take it. I think he's holding out for one of the big boy jobs. Uh, think so? I think I think he's wanting his alma mater, Florida State. But I don't know if that job's going to be open anytime soon. But I could see him holding out, waiting for waiting for a big big job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll see some developments next week. Next week, we can talk some more on the Ole Miss podcast about that one, the, the Egg Bowl Week yeah. podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So what are you thinking? You want to give us a prediction for your score? I mean, you, you've been pretty yeah. much dead on for most everything, so let's let's hear what you got to say. <laughs> Man, I'm going to say we're going to air it out. We're going to put up tons of points. Our defense is going to probably give up a touchdown later on in the game. I'm going to say Mississippi State 59, East Tennessee State 13. That's pretty close to what I was thinking. Um, oh, yeah? I was going to say 56 to 21. So the reason I give them 21 points is because I think in the second half, we play a lot of second, third team guys. Right. And we, we give up a few there in the second half. But I think 
first half should be total dominant. It should be something like 35 to nothing at halftime. And then mm-hmm. we just coast through that. Yeah, I think so too. I hope so. I hope we're right on this one. We don't need it to be a close, close game because gosh, if it's close, that's not going to be good going into all Miss momentum wise. So we need to just absolutely dominate them from, from the start. Yep. If we don't absolutely dominate them, I don't know if we should even record a podcast next week. <laughs> That's it right. Won't be, it won't be very good. That's right. Well, man, uh, what about what about the Pickums? Yeah, the Pickums. Uh, we had we had a different winner, or wait, no, that was last week. We had a different winner. Um, this week was a big tie, and I don't think I ever saw who the final winner was. Did you? It was. Uh, it was yours truly. Uh, it was me. And, uh, oh, you it, took it. Yeah, took it with dogs in Bama. Same guy that won last week. Oh, so, okay, uh, okay. And we tied for top this week. So it brought me back in the uh, overall standings. So I think I'm sitting at three or four in the overall standings. So yeah. all it takes is that one one week. If you can win one week, then you'll get jump back in the overall standings. We only got one, two weeks left. So, uh, see, so yeah, I have I have noticed a pattern that seems like we uh, – our winners mainly are people that have won before. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In previous weeks, you know. Yeah. Because um, uh, Dogs and Bama won, I think, last week. And then um, I won it earlier in the year, I think. Um, so, um, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, so, put your picks in. We got, I guess, like two more weeks of doing it. Yeah, I got to call these people out, though. We sent them some coffee. We sent somebody uh, some Johnny Packer gear and I haven't yeah. seen a single social media share of, Hey guys, thanks for the coffee. Yeah. Nothing. So y'all, yeah. y'all get on there. Y'all let us, let us give know. us a I shout know, out. I know Tommy uh, Robinson. He, he gave us a shout out on a Facebook group. Uh, he posted a picture of the coffee, but other than that, man, we haven't heard anything. So uh, give us a shout out yeah. and uh, send a picture or do something and put it on your social media. So, um, yep. That's right. Well, uh, Johnny, hopefully I'll get a chance to see you sometime yeah. tomorrow down at the game. And mm-hmm. uh, and I did want to to say we had a couple of listeners say that are we sponsored by the Como Steakhouse? <laughs> and we we are not sponsored by the Como Steakhouse, but if the Como Steakhouse is listening, yes. we would be glad to accept your sponsorship. We will be down there February 28th. For the Memphis right. Grizzlies LA Lakers game, Johnny and I are going to go get a steak before the game. Yes, so if y'all want to give us a, a free steak and a sponsorship, we'll sign the deal February 28, 2023. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll, we'll sign, sign on the dotted line right then. <laughs> right then and there. Good stuff, man. Yes, sir. Well, all right, Johnny. Hope you all have right, a good man. rest of your day and go Hope dogs. I'll see, you, see you this weekend. We'll, we'll have a win. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. Bye, man. Bye. Take care. Bye.